0: You're listening to Be You, Jackie Moore. Hey guys, welcome back. This is part two of the Peace Podcast. I love alliteration with my whole heart. And so the fact that I just got to say three Ps almost in a row makes me really happy and excited. But anyway, moving on. I wanted to split the peace episodes up into two because I feel like um, I really wanted to make sure that people are getting what it means to, to have peace inside of you and not have your peace dictated by your circumstances. And so yesterday we kind of talked a little bit just like I feel like an overview about peace and where we get our peace from, but I want to dive a little bit deeper into that today. So I'm going to start with John 14:27. So John 14:27 is where Jesus is he's at the last supper with his disciples. And he's telling them, um, I mean, all sorts of different things, reassuring them. And this specific time, he is he's reassuring them and really comforting them because he knows what's about to happen. He knows that he's about to leave. He talks about that later on in this chapter. And so, like any any good leader, any good teacher, he is getting them prepared. For that. And one of the ways that he does this is talking about this peace that he is going to give. So in twenty seven, verse twenty seven, Jesus says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Don't let your heart be troubled or fearful. So the first time I read this verse, I really I had to pray, I had to do what I talked about yesterday where I talked about um, the Holy Spirit and just asking the Holy Spirit to help you out and to utilize the Holy Spirit and don't feel like you have to do everything on your own. So when I was reading this, that section in the verse where Jesus says, I do not give to you as the world gives, I I just had to pray, okay, Lord, what do you mean by that? I think I've mentioned this before, but that's always a question that I ask when I read scripture, I always say, God, what do you mean? What are you trying to communicate to me about yourself? What are you trying to communicate to me about me? What are you trying to communicate about other people? And so as I prayed out loud and and multiple times about this, I really feel like that the Lord was saying by him, by Jesus saying, I don't give to you as the world gives. He's saying that he's not going to, Take this peace away. This peace is never going to leave. It's a never-ending, nothing-can-threaten-it peace. Because if you think about peace, like a, a, a nation or a country that experiences peace or is living in a time period of peace, that time period of peace is good for that time but even in the back of your mind, in the back of the leader's minds and, and the military's mind, there is this thought that we always are having to be prepared for what happens if there is no peace. What happens if this peace leaves us? What happens if we are attacked and the peace is taken away? What if we're taken captive, right? This hasn't maybe happened for those of us in America recently. We haven't necessarily experienced this too often in our years, at least since I've been alive. Um, But there have been instances of this. And I think that what Jesus is saying here is that he isn't going to give us this peace and leave us worrying about whether or not we will have this peace taken away or whether or not a threat will be so big that one day we will become captives again, right? The peace that He gives to us, that He leaves with us, is here to stay. So, therefore, we don't have to let our heart be troubled or fearful. We don't have to worry about these things. Jesus gives us a peace. And and where does this come from? Well, I think the peace, what he's talking about here, is similar to whenever he talks about joy, which we talked about on Monday. If you're listening to this on the days that, um, that they came out, or episode 11 is where I talk about joy. But in that, we talk about our joy being in our salvation. Well, our peace is in in the fact that we have salvation that never leaves us, right? Jesus has saved us and that is never going to change. Once you give your life to Christ, once you become a believer and you follow him, you can live in peace that nothing can change that, right? Now we still, we don't take advantage of grace like Paul says and we still are aware that sanctification is going to happen, but the peace itself doesn't leave us. So when we feel like that peace leaves us or we feel like an outside situation makes it more peaceful, then we're giving our peace away. And we talked about that yesterday. But to, to dive a little deeper on that, um, if you picture like a really peaceful scene, like you just close your eyes or if you're driving while you're listening to this, don't close your eyes. Just imagine it with your eyes open. But if you picture like a really peaceful scene, whatever that looks like for you. For me, whenever I picture peacefulness, I picture like sitting on a beach where there's really no one else around and it's like sunset and the waves are just gently rolling in. There's a slight breeze. There may be some some birds, but not like crazy seagulls like all the time, like on Finding Nemo kind of thing just like, you know, a few nature sounds. I think of that as peaceful. Right now, picture a totally different scene. So we have the beach scene. Picture a totally different scene, a very chaotic scene. Okay, for me, chaos is like the zero to nine month room at my church nursery when all the babies are crying, right? Now, some people, that may be their thing, but Anyone that really knows me super well um, knows that I'm probably not going to find myself near the zero to nine month baby room very often, especially if people are crying. I even at one point I had told someone at our church who was working in the preschool ministry, I said, if you are desperate and you just cannot find anyone else to serve with the babies, I will do it if you are desperate. Right, And so for me, just this this chaotic scene of just babies crying everywhere is like, that's chaos. So in both of those scenes, in the nursery baby crying room and in the beach room, I should be at peace in both situations. Okay, this doesn't mean that I can't, um, I'm not... thinking differently, right? Whenever I'm I'm in the baby room crying, I may be critically thinking, like trying to figure out how I'm going to solve the baby crying problem, right? And when I'm sitting at the beach, I may not be doing a lot of critical thinking necessarily. But inside of me, what's going on, there should be peace because that has been given to me, right? We can't let our outside circumstances dictate our peace. So when we are sitting on the beach in that peaceful situation, instead of thinking, okay, this is a place where I feel at peace, we should be thinking, Jesus, I feel at peace because you are in me. And my circumstances right now are also peaceful. And they are like an outward visual expression of the peace that is similar to what you give me. And so God, thank you for allowing me to enjoy this particular circumstance of peace. So we're not making our circumstances an idol. We're not making our circumstances the authoritative being that's giving us our peace, but we're just appreciating it. When it is a peaceful situation, we are saying, God, thank you for allowing me to experience peace in my circumstances. But when we're in a chaotic situation, the prayer may sound more like, God, thank you for the peace that you have given me in my soul. I know that Jesus has saved me. Help me get through with that peace my very chaotic situation right now. Right. So the prayer can be different. And I would encourage you much like yesterday, just building upon yesterday, a sign of maybe when you are are not at peace and you're not resting and you're not exemplifying that fruit of the spirit and being like Jesus and having peace is when you're letting your circumstances dictate whether or not you feel at peace. So in those moments, that should be an indicator that, hey, something's off here for me spiritually. And when something's off, that's okay, because we're not perfect. We just ask God, hey, God, help me to be like you. So take this from me. I confess this to you. So then we become gradually more like Jesus, right? And we continue on that track of sanctification. So my hope is that after listening to part one and part two of the peace podcast or the episodes on peace that you can implement this and become who you were created to be.